You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. The podcast is about a platform not registered with the Securities and Exchange Board of India. Mint does not in any way endorse the business model of the platform or the returns that the platform management have mentioned. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Why Not Mint Money, your everyday personal finance podcast. This is Akshit Rodgi from Mint's personal finance team, your host for today. Today we have Ritesh with us, who is the founder and chief business officer at Incept Green. It's a digi solar cum impact investing cum investec startup. We discuss the different models that Incept Green currently offers and plans to offer in the future. We discuss how. Digi solar assets could be a good passive income for the younger generation as well as the retirees and the elephant in the room that how sunlight or why sunlight could be the next gold. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. So hi everyone welcome to another episode of why not mint money uh your everyday personal finance podcast uh this is akshit from mint's personal finance team and today i have with me uh, mr ritesh ghoshal who is the founder and the chief business officer at incept green so incept uh, is an interesting startup that i came across right now they work on an asset leasing model they sell uh, solar digital solar projects uh, corporate projects and open them to retail investors they are also trying to bring on more minerals on the platform as well as they are trying to build this product for a, like a retirement product for people who are in that age so uh, let me hand it over to ritesh so he could explain us the incepts model right now and how they are like trying to take it forward Hi, hi, Akshat. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me on your show. So, let me first uh, start by talking about what is Incept's goal. So, Incept, you know, the word Incept means to make a beginning, and and that's exactly what we're trying to do. Uh, what we are trying to create is a, a members-only marketplace. Uh, you become a member, and then you start, you know, interacting commercially with other members. That's that's fundamentally the model, and therefore it's a you know members-only marketplace. It's a club of people. uh what kind of people people who care about the environment at what level and also have you know enough uh, money in their wallet and the appetite to back climate friendly businesses so that's the overall intent the goal of incept currently what we are doing is our first foray so to speak is into this area of uh, solar assets uh, why did we choose solar as our first uh, product two reasons one it's a space that is well understood by the market i mean there are uh, any number of people who have put up little solar assets on their roofs to you know get hot water for the geysers etc at one end and people understand because we are seeing it in action you're seeing how painless uh, low maintenance and good value it can be uh, and at the same time from the supply side you know two of my co-founders are people who have got almost two decades each of experience in the renewable energy sector so it's very easy for us to find good quality projects assess the value ensure that you know we what we are creating is something which will create good value for our members so that's how solar happened now what are we doing in solar what we are doing is what we call digi solar so it's bundling together two three uh, enabling innovations 
on the one side uh, all the recent uh, regulations from rbi sebi etc uh, doing digital kycs has become very easy doing digital transactions has become very easy so the entire thing of transferring ownership of assets we are, we are managing digitally end to end so people don't have to you know physically examine any project physically visit the site sign any documents etc everything happens end to end digitally so that's the digital part of it on the solar asset side what we are doing is we have acquired a couple of large uh, corporate projects one at dr reddy's in baddi another at uh, tvs motors plant in hosur where we are selling of little fractions as assets so what gets transferred is really the a fraction of the solar panel which is sitting there on the premises and therefore just as the solar panel on your rooftop generates uh, uh, electricity for your geyser this uh, fraction generates electricity which is used by tvs motors or dr reddys uh, they pay their utility bills and the proceeds come to the person who made the purchase that's uh, the the model in a nutshell Understood. So let's first look at the user journey from an from an investor perspective. So how does that look like? Like how do I approach you guys? What are your platforms? What mm-hmm. metrics have you built in as to for for me to look at like returns or risks or projects as to how do you do you guys assess and how do you make the investors aware of what you are? What is the due diligence basically? So like the user journey, could you just explain mm-hmm. that? So the user journey is very straightforward we have a website incept.green which we are promoting digitally and through a referral program people who have already joined are referring their friends and family uh, so a user comes to incept.green uh, looks at the listed projects looks at the track record of the project as in because both are existing projects now we have, both have been around for a uh, close to a year okay so you look at the track record what is the generation that is happening uh what is the link to the generation is both the carbon uh, dioxide being avoided which is the the environmental part of it and also the earning so it, the earning is essentially there is a rate contract with the electricity user uh and and the units generated multiplied by the rate contract less any maintenance expense is essentially what the user uh, gets as returns uh the this entire thing of you know what are the uh, variabilities around uh, generation of solar energy what is the rate at which we are contracted why uh, tvs or dr reddy will prefer to offtake that uh, and how are they contractually bound to offtake that electricity uh, is all covered in the uh, faq section of our website but what we have realized is you know people who are contributing are essentially just looking at the savings calculator uh, mm-hmm. this is the this is the amount i put in this is what i uh, earn against that and right. initially you know we had not put in uh, percentage percentage returns because it's not a financial product but mm-hmm. based on the the electricity generation and uh, the therefore the asset irr we included that as a metric in the calculator because that's the key metric that uh, investors actually look for so if i put in 100 rupees is it earning 5% 10% 12% is a very right. important metric uh-huh. so apart from the rupee you can expect to make it is important to put in you know what percentage is it because one of the issues you know uh, of the decimal system that we have grown up with 
people uh, find the thing of navigating 12 months or uh, and and therefore you know rate of interest of 10% uh, is not you know 1% per month who uh, becomes a little tricky for people so it's better to put the percentage right up front right 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 okay so what i know about the market there are i think two three players that are kind of doing the same model but as we discussed in our earlier like we were chatting earlier mm-hmm. so the difference between you guys and those uh, your competitors is you are doing more of corporate projects and those guys are doing community gated projects so right. can you explain to our listeners as in what what are those projects what are the risks in those projects versus why doing corporate projects are like better uh from an investor perspective as a risk reduces as we were talk- talking that time the idiosyncratic mm-hmm. risks and all mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. just just a brief about that so uh, let, let's look at it from two points one is from the efficiency of the generation and the second is from the security of the collection in, in terms of uh, you know community rooftops again you can have two one is you know where it's mounted in the premises of the community second is where it is uh, mounted somewhere else and the electricity is piped to the community in the former case there is a huge uh, efficiency challenge because when you walk into a community you put up the panels where you have space and therefore the angle at which the sunlight hits it as well as the direction the uh, you know the panels face uh, you don't you take what you get rather than you know you set up from scratch so that's a bit of a problem also in terms of the scale you know most communities uh, or you know the roofs of malls are too small to be economic in terms of maintenance okay when you're doing cni projects the the corporate institutional which is what we have preferred to go with you get larger spaces and you because you know uh, you know they are these tend to be ground mounted rather than on the roofs uh, really so the facing as well as the angle you can choose to you have more degrees of freedom in terms of you know extracting the efficiency from sunlight one second is the scale allows you to appoint professional uh, you know maintenance services mm-hmm. which ensures the tunnels are always clean and the you know the sunlight is therefore being mm-hmm. processed uh, at the maximum possible efficiency so these are two advantages on the supply side. which is essentially generation for the same money it can be a little higher second part is on the uh, collection of the utility bill right uh, see on the corporate side it's very easy because somebody is replacing a you know utility bill from let's say the state electricity board uh, which comes at a price of anywhere between 7 and 12 rupees depending on where you are in the country with a rate which is solar and therefore much lower so for instance two projects we have a both below 4 rupees okay so the corporate has every financial incentive to pay the utility bill on time to ensure the largest possible consumption part of his consumption happens at a lower rate while when you come to the community uh, number one domestic rates are lower so the difference is a little lower second part is uh, you know in a community there would be uh, an rwa the rwa will have elections Uh, sometimes you get into you know situations where the entire contract and the payment against the contract uh, becomes a political issue okay and the assets here you know will last 20 25 years so it's important to 
you know secure the utility payments to the largest extent possible and that's why we prefer to go with corporates right understood uh so let's now discuss the structures as we were discussing earlier as well like mm-hmm. there are two three structures that so that like different players are doing different structures but uh, okay. uh as as i remember you said that you are going to progress into all the three structures that are llps uh, limited liability partnerships the and uh, direct ownership as well as the sdi model that's getting popular right now right. so let's 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 break it down for our viewers like hmm. if you could break it down how all the three models function and how they are different and sure. like what what kind of a, like like a single or two risks that come with each model and a single or two benefits like which are uh, come with each model not okay so the first model the model which we have gone in with right now is is a, a low ticket size model where you are buying a fraction of the physical asset okay uh, it can go up to any any size but what we realized is people will not invest larger sums of money because see if you're buying an asset you're paying tax when you buy it so uh, right. the the panel the purchase of the uh, panel or the fraction of the panel attracts gst therefore if somebody wants to exit the uh, the relationship there's a huge cost to him which either he bears or i i bear so it's not an attractive proposition it's okay when a person is you know putting in 500 rupees or 5000 rupees or even 25000 rupees but if you're putting in a large sum then you want to be able to exit when you need the money if at any point you need the money so this this has that limitation okay uh, however the advantage of this is it is the easiest way to understand so you know one of the uh, challenges in india as a uh, you know community uh, as a nation is financial literacy is still not very high okay perspective 25 years into the journey of mutual funds they they still have to advertise you know mutual fund sahi hai kind of stuff and you know they're still educating people on what is the value right. of a mutual fund and why it is a good thing okay mm-hmm. so so you know to say you can become a partner in a company or to say you know you are uh, you are going to be part of a secure debt instrument or something uh, where the trust will manage the risk and all that is a very complex conversation and people just zone out okay so for us uh the first model and probably what will continue to be the mass model where most people will you know sign up as members in uh, insert will be the you know buy a physical slice model and it will tend to be a small one so 500 5000 25000 we got a few people have put in 1 lakh uh but nobody has put in more than a lakh we have inquiries from a lot of people to which go up to even a crore uh but they want to know you know what is the uh method by which they can withdraw if they choose to a year from now or 15 years from now, whenever right okay mm-hmm. where we will have a problem in this model okay so that's that's really the uh, the purpose of the purchase of a slice model uh second is the llp model okay in a in in a llp model the person contributes uh, into a llp which is a limited liability partnership it's a kind of a company it's actually sort of a hybrid between a partnership and a company it has some characteristics of both it actually gives the individual who's participating a lot of uh, freedom 
uh, as in, in in terms of he's not really uh, held liable for the uh, what should i say the corporate misgovernance or corporate uh, activities of the firm his liabilities are restricted to the amount he's contributed into the partnership and that's it okay at the same time it allows him to participate in the profits of the firm uh, and also you know uh, you know if 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 uh, uh, the if he wants to exit at the end of a year or uh, whenever he wants to exit uh, he can actually uh, withdraw from the partnership and of course the llp will uh, find some other partner to pick up the right. his contribution okay mm-hmm. so this allows us to give him give an individual partner an exit uh, at a time of his choosing uh, and because he's not bought an asset it is not uh, it does not attract gst so the contribution remains intact uh what he does pay as tax of course is when when he receives uh, you know if if the llp turns a profit the profit is taxable in the llp and the income that he gets uh, is is taxable in the hands of the investor okay so that's the difference between the llp and the uh, purchase of a slice uh the sdi model the the securitized debt instrument is something we still you know navigating and you know getting our uh, minds around uh, looks like a very attractive opportunity we have not yet uh, actioned it there are of course other people who are doing it uh, but you know to our mind and and this is the question we are still you know fi- uh, the part of the puzzle we are figuring out uh, see uh, the beauty of or the profitability or the attractiveness of the solar uh, industry especially the cni part is uh, it's very easy to get banks to put in a loan if you are able to raise the equity part of the uh, funding hmm. okay right. uh, when i go the sdi route we will have to navigate that part because you are essentially bringing in another debt, debt instrument which sits with the bank okay so that's the part of the puzzle we still haven't solved how will it uh, you know allow the investor to make the same kind of profit as he does with an llp if he comes into mm. the sdi route yeah also i think in sdi you right now you might uh, face uh, the tenure issue i think since these are long term assets i think the maximum mm. tenure on sdi right now is 36 months right i no, i'm not sure no actually actually aksha that's an opportunity Okay, if okay. I can find the ownership thing, the shorter duration is an opportunity because in an SDI, what you are doing instead of so in the first case you are selling the uh, part of the asset, in the second mm. case you are selling uh, you know bringing partnership into the ownership itself, in mm. the third case you are actually selling part of the cash flow. Cash flow. Okay. Yeah. So so I can uh, uh, you know sell it for thirty six months or twelve months. That's not a problem then. Hmm. Right. Okay, so like how like just for our listeners, like how since I think in the the first model direct ownership is kind like the first two models are kind of equity ownership versus SDI. SDI model would be a cash flow debt fixed income type of an instrument. So yeah. according to you guys, like for especially for solar, green, climate investing, what kind of a product for a retail investor is better? Like an equity product where he has ownership or a fixed income product? Like how do so, you guys 
retail shit yeah so so what we have seen uh, and and, and uh, you know let's start with the personal story you know uh, a couple of years ago when i exited corporate life and yeah. and you know entered this world of startups i was trying to secure my monthly expenses on the on on the back of my uh, savings till date okay uh, and then what i realized is you know uh, you got mutual funds and you got uh, fds or corporate deposits nothing reliably crosses the double digit figure okay uh, when you're looking at uh, you know the this solar investment product uh, whichever model you take the 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 internal rate of return itself is you know well in excess of double digits okay so for people in my kind of life stage for 50ish you know looking ahead into a pension life kind of thing it makes a lot of sense to put a part of their uh, corpus into uh, you know a project like uh, this uh, and the llp kind of model makes more sense because the principal is protected you can you know choose to exit when you want so you put it in you earn returns which are uh, you know the project will continue to generate 12% irr how much of it you know comes to you as interest and profit and all that you know is 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 uh, uh, is a you know the function of how the returns make the most sense but uh, inherently double digit to aana hi hai right which is not the case with uh, uh, you know even even currently with uh, fds are at an all time high rate hmm. uh, we haven't touched double digit no no fd of a reliable bank is turned, you know touch double digits uh, so that's that's one use case uh, the second use case and and this is is bit more of you know our desire uh, than you know strictly evidentiary uh, i uh, which is you know the the young millennial crowd who is not even as of now thought of saving up to their uh, uh, you know retirement planning or whatever uh, we believe there is a use case in participating in uh, you know their uh, digital commerce uh, conversations okay so where we see the slice fitting in is you put in some money a lot of people you know in some t- in some months of the year uh, find themselves uh, able to put in uh you know some sums of money uh, 5000 25000 one lakh whatever it is and it's not that you know the 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 you know if it's 500 rupees that you put in what you get on a monthly basis is around 5 rupees which is not going to change anybody's life but it helps you get a conversation going some of these guys will you know understand the value of uh, what uh, we are creating and become larger and larger investors but at the same time you know when you have some money coming into your wallet every month as a retailer you know what i had learned is you know uh, if you got some money in the wallet you can help him spend it okay uh, so the hope on our side is to create uh, a large set of people who are sitting on you know 500 5000 whatever as as their investments and therefore getting a little bit of money into the wallet every month and then we come in on the other side which is helping them spend the money on other brands with other uh, climate positive uh, offerings understood understood so just just a counter question on your double digit uh, return uh, thing that you were uh, uh, talking about earlier 
so mm-hmm. i irr as an irr is a as a metric assumes that your cash flows are going to be invested at the same rate so supposedly if your project has a 12% irr over a 20 year period it's it's the calculation is assuming that the cash flows are going to be reinvested at 12% every month which is not the case like if i received if i received that money and mm-hmm. maybe the projects that that at that time would be yielding 10% irr or maybe i invest those cash flows in equity or maybe i just use that money so mm-hmm. so kind of the the premise of irr like i question this a lot like i talk to mm-hmm. a lot of people so mm-hmm. don't you think that the premise is wrong as as irr as a metric is kind of misrepresented misrepresenting the returns I totally agree with you to the extent that you know money today will always be worth more than money 20 years out okay uh, however uh, see you cannot compare an interest rate of 9% on an fd uh, with a let's say 11% on uh, uh, rllp construct okay because at the end of uh, the period of the uh, project you will still get the 1000 rupees you put in as a as a fd correct while in this case because the underlying asset is depreciating you mm. will tend to get uh, you know the llp will struggle to give you the same 1000 rupees correct so what we have tried to do is work on a metric where you can compare fd versus this like for like but if you look at the cash flows mm-hmm. uh, you know what we have tried to build into the model is as the asset is depreciating okay yeah. we are returning the capital to you okay hmm. so so uh, solar panels tend to you know lose their generating power uh, slowly at first and then at a accelerating phase uh, period, hmm. uh, towards the end of the 25 year period right sure. which is why number one we have uh, you know uh, the our our the tenure of our projects either ends at 14 years or 18 years and these are the two projects we are running right now okay uh, and even within that in the llp model what we are doing is uh, as the generation tapers off we will start returning the capital to the uh, individual okay so that you you keep seeing the same earning potential yeah. and the capital has already come back to you i i hope that answers your question Understood, understood. Yeah, that answers my question. But what I argue with a lot of people is maybe, maybe if we like change it. So there's like the consulting guys and big those guys use metrics like MIR, MIRR, which like mm-hmm. uh, takes into account the uh, and reinvestment rate. That's like kind of, I mean, whatever uh, it's going in the market. Like you could remodel it every year or every three years. So don't mm-hmm. you think like making the retail investors away like uh, I talked to this uh, uh, talked about the metric problem with grip uh, nickel as well so mm-hmm. those guys are also trying to educate investors like obviously irr is not a like a right representative right representation of the returns that you're going to get mm-hmm. but maybe maybe create a better metric that that kind of like compares it with other asset class obviously you cannot compare it to an uh, asset or an instrument that uh, gives you cash flows like twice a year or at the end of whenever it matures that would not be a right representation of returns but like the cash flow like the the reinvestment problem reinvestment risk is not addressed by irr right 
see uh, uh, one can uh, present numbers whichever way the problem you know what we are trying to solve is uh, you know like i said mutual funds 25 years on uh, 8% of indians participate in it 8% of the people who are willing and able got money uh, are participating in mutual fund less than 3% are in the stock market right uh the more you need to educate people uh the smaller the effective market size becomes right what we are want to trying to do is you know sell the uh, evident truth that india is a warm country india gets uh, 250 odd days sunny days in a year uh, pretty much any part of india and as long as the sun comes up there is a predictable rate at which uh, energy will get generated right so you know sell it at the uh, sell it the way you know people buy gold you believe there is inherent uh, value and uh, well you don't have to you know understand too many metrics to say i believe in gold okay of course mm-hmm. it's a marketing task i i am not i'm not saying you know it will be easy or it will be right. possible for us to do it uh, mm-hmm. on the side of the you know the professional smart investor uh, we are happy to let you know people like uh, the mutual funds association or grip invest you know help lead the education curve of the investor and right. we will adopt whichever metric you know best understands uh, is best understood the marketing task we want to take on ourselves is say boss uh, sun is the new gold sunlight is the new gold okay agar right. if i can get people to you know blindly put faith behind uh sunlight and therefore move away from leave putting all his money into you know 6% 7% return uh, fd products i think we would have done a job right right like that, that's that's a very nice way to put it sunlight is the new gold right so you use it <laughs> as a title of yeah. a podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, you know you know what i was uh, looking at the returns over 20 years of uh, mutual funds gold etc gold has given you exactly 12% okay right. which is what uh, you know sunlight would also have given you <laughs> yeah right 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 and that's a that's a nice and like a fair way to put it so the like my 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 primary questions are all answered any anything else like whatever you want a message for our listeners as to why investments will or whatever you like a message what you would like to give our listeners yeah so my my message would be head over to incept green uh, you know we are trying to build a community uh, it takes us 500 rupees to get started uh, i i firmly believe seeing is believing you know when you put the money in and you see the returns are great and yes it is also helping us avoid some carbon emissions as we go along it makes a hell of a lot of sense yeah so head over to incepty yeah so thank you so much ritesh uh, and thank you everyone for tuning in thank you thank you so much akshat thanks thank you so much akshat i'll share over the recording to you yeah sure 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 thank you thank you thank you thank you, so thank you ritesh thank you so much bye, bye. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Why Not Mint Money. If you have further questions, you could connect with me on Twitter or X at the rate Rohit underscore Akshat. You could also connect with me on LinkedIn and also connect with Ritesh on LinkedIn as well as their company page Incept dot Green. Thank you.
stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.hdsmartcast.com